Hey guys, it's your health and wellness coach, Chris Ratzinger, welcoming you to our trainer tips video for the week. And today we're going to be talking about the problem with meal plans. So you guys know I'm a health and wellness coach. Um, I fully believe that nutrition is a huge part of our health and wellness of figuring out that equation. Um, and we need to address nutrition, but that being said, I typically do not use meal plans. And today we're going to talk about some of the reasons why I don't believe meal plans are the most effective tool for the job. We're going to talk about some common scenarios that people run into when they try to follow a meal plan. And at the end of this video, we're going to talk about what we can be doing instead of following a meal plan. So let's get right into it. Meal plans are really popular requests from clients looking to make changes in how they eat. But as appealing as the idea might be to have not have to decide between this food and that food anymore, to simply have everything laid out before you, the truth is that meal plans are not the magic solution that you've been waiting for. Just like anything else, they are a tool. And in most cases, I'd make the argument that they're not even the most effective tool for the job. Think about it this way. Meal plans work best in situations that require extreme precision. So someone like a bodybuilder who is trying to get down to just essential body fat, trying to maximize their muscle builds, every little last calorie, every little last macro is going to make a difference for that person. But for everyday people, people just like you, people just like me, who have goals like increasing our energy, making sure that we fit comfortably into our genes, improving our general health so that we can move and feel better throughout the day. Well, with goals like that, we can make a massive impact to our health and wellness, to our health and nutrition with much simpler changes than following a strict meal plan. So if you think about it, real people are going to eat real food. If you ask me what I ate yesterday, I'm going to tell you things like I had a bowl of soup, I had a sandwich for lunch, uh, for breakfast I had two eggs on toast, right? What I'm not going to tell you is, oh, I had four ounces of protein, one cup of cooked vegetables. Yes, we need nutrients, we need macronutrients, micronutrients from our food, we get it from our food, but that's not all we get from our food. Food also connects us to culture, to the people around us. It helps us celebrate occasions and meal plans overlook a lot of that. When you're looking at a meal plan, you're seeing the macronutrient needs, the calorie needs. You're not seeing the whole person with their unique likes and dislikes, their competing commitments for their time. Um, all of that gets overlooked and we fail to recognize you, the end user, when we have a strict meal plan. So that's kind of my front end argument on why I don't think that this is the best solution for most everyday people looking to make changes in how they eat. But let's walk through some of the common scenarios. What actually happens when we try to follow meal plans? So the first one, this is probably the most common one. Um, I used to work at a gym where we did a six week challenge and we actually handed out a meal plan to everyone that entered that challenge. And this is what I saw most of the time there is that people simply don't stick to it. And I'm not saying that as, oh, you didn't stick to the meal plan bad on you. No, things happen, right? Life gets in the way. Maybe you get a little busy with work and you don't have all the time to do the grocery shopping or the prep work to stick to the meal plan. Maybe in week two, you simply ran out of grilled chicken and you don't have what you need. You're not prepared for that week. Maybe after a little while, you just don't want to eat another bowl of oatmeal. 
Alright guys, life happens. This is something that we talk about all the time. We can't predict. It's not always going to be perfect. Sometimes life happens and we simply don't stick to it. But the problem here is when you're following a meal plan and life gets in the way and you're not sticking to it anymore, is that there's no backup plan, right? So meal plans aren't teaching you to make good choices. They're teaching you to read this list, follow these directions and do what it says, right? So when what it says doesn't match up with your real life, where you actually are right now today, you don't have any safety net. You don't have any skills or any knowledge to fall back on because the meal plan hasn't provided you that. All it's provided you is eat this at this time. So that's probably the most common thing is that people don't stick with it. They don't have that safety net to fall back on. And now their option is meal plan or back to what I was originally doing. So no progress is really made. The second scenario we see is almost the opposite of that, right? You stick to it too well for too long. What do we mean by that? Well, most meal plans are meant to be temporary. The truth is that there is no one perfectly nutritious meal that you can just eat over and over and over and be good to go for the rest of your life. Trust me, if science had figured that one out, I'm sure we would all know by now. But our bodies actually do best when we have a variety of whole, minimally processed foods. So we need that variety. Sticking to the same plan um, or even just sticking to too strict of eating for too long can end up with undesired consequences. Whether that's lasting health consequences, like say a nutrition deficiency because you've been eating the same set of meals over and over and over, um, or even disordered eating habits. So what happens here is when we stick to that meal plan too strictly for too long, we're essentially trading one set of problems for another. Maybe I was able to achieve my weight loss goal through this meal plan, but now I have this nutrition deficiency or I have these disordered eating habits that are gonna set me down another path. It's not getting me to my ideal health and happiness. So that's situation number two. A third one uh, kind of falls somewhere in the middle, right? We're able to stick to the plan for a little bit. We kind of give it that good old college try and maybe it works for you for a while, but ultimately you find that you just, you don't enjoy it. Maybe you end up spending too much time on the prep work and it's eating into the time that you could spend with your family or you just don't like the foods on your meal plan and you're scarfing them down but you're just not happy about it. Bottom line is when we're doing something that we don't like, something that we don't enjoy, we're not gonna stick with it for very long. We might stick with it for a while but willpower is just like a muscle. Eventually it's gonna fatigue and we're gonna stop doing it if we can't find a way to enjoy it. And what's really scary about this one is if your meal plan is the first real opportunity or experience that you've had with healthy eating and you decide you don't like it, now in your brain you have this story saying that, oh, I don't like healthy eating. That takes too much time. That was too expensive. That's not for me. I um, mean, that could push you off to the idea of changing your eating habits entirely. So that's kind of three different scenarios, all of which I've seen play out in real life that can happen when we're working with a meal plan. Bottom line is the secret to productive, lasting, meaningful change isn't learning to eat perfect. And I think that's the idea that we really get suggested to us from these meal plans. In reality, if we want to achieve lasting health, lasting wellness that's sustainable and actually fits us, fits our lives, fits our personal goals, then we simply have to start learning to think about 
what we're eating and finding ways to make it a little bit better a little bit at a time. All right, and I know that's not the big flashy solution. It might even seem a little underwhelming or disappointing if you were hanging out with me waiting for this earth-shattering secret um, as new way to do things. But the truth is, small changes work. So for most of us, a full out, you know, AM to PM meal plan is simply asking for too much change too quickly. What happens here is that to stick to this meal plan requires all these skills that we haven't necessarily given ourselves a chance to develop. Things like learning to prep and to plan ahead for your food, um, scheduling in that time. We haven't done that yet. So we're asking ourselves to make all of these changes in how we actually go through our day, how we live our life. Um, at the same time, we're introducing all of these new foods and flavors that might seem strange or unfamiliar. And it's a lot all at once. So it's expected that when you go from eating how you've eaten the your whole life to a very strict meal plan that you feel completely like a fish out of water. So now we get to the good stuff, right? If meal plans are too much too quickly, if they're not the right tool for the job, what can we do instead? All right, we've walked you through some of the scenarios Maybe you believe it just from that. Maybe you've had your own experience with meal plans, but now you're ready to do something different. So how can we start moving toward healthy habits without meal plans? Simply put, we're going to start small, making one meal, one at a time, 1% better. And again, I know it's not big, it's not massive change, but it does work. Why is that? That's because small, sustainable steps allow you to adapt your eating habits to your real life, not to some pre-prescribed perfect world. In addition, it allows you to build on that success. So you make one small change and you realize, hey, that's not so bad, I can do that. So now you're riding that high, right? You've won once, you can win again, and you can build on that success until you reach the level of success that you initially wanted, right? So let's say, for example, that we want to start with breakfast. Like we said, one meal at a time. Your typical breakfast right now, maybe it consists of rolling through Dunkin' Donuts and grabbing a large coffee loaded down with cream and sugar and a donut, if anything, to eat. So we want to look at that. And if we tried to go meal plan, right, it might tell us that instead of that, we need to do two scrambled eggs with a cup of veggies and unsweetened green tea. That's going to be a massive change. That's going to feel like scraping your nails down a blackboard, right? Instead, what if we tried to make that Dunkin' Donuts breakfast just 1% better? Give yourself some time to get comfortable there and then maybe build another 1% on that. So what might this look like? Say instead of the donut, you swap out for something like hash browns. So you're reducing some of the um, added sugar at the start of your day. Instead of getting the large coffee, you get a medium. Still got some cream, still got some sugar, but you're gonna have a bottle of water with that. And maybe you bring a hard boiled egg from home to add some protein. So we're not making a drastic shift to how you live your life, but we're starting to take small steps to give you more of what your body needs, more of what you want to achieve your goals. And again, if that feels good, stay right there for a while. Get comfortable with that, and when you're ready, kick it up another notch. You don't ever have to achieve that scrambled eggs with all the veggies and the green tea, right? Maybe that's not what healthy looks like for you. 
but keep making those little small incremental changes until you're at a place that you feel comfortable. Point being here, these gradual changes are based on you. Again, not some pre-prescribed perfect world of this is what healthy looks like, but it should be what you want, what your body needs, and what you can reasonably do right now. So that is what I recommend in place of a meal plan, small incremental change to make healthier habits that fit your lifestyle. And if you're really struggling, if you're not sure how to get started, but that sounds like a good idea, you're ready to drink the Kool-Aid, you don't know where to find it, right? You can learn more at RatzingerFitness.com. I'd love to get you in our online coaching community, the Ratzinger Fit Fam, where we address healthy eating, we address movement in our everyday lives, um, and coaching things like mindset and how we approach our health and wellness goals. All of that is in the Ratzinger Fit Fam. Like I said, you can learn more at www.ratzingerfitness.com. That is your trainer tip for the week, the problem with meal plans and what we can do instead. For more free content just like this, be sure to join me next week, same time, same place for our next trainer tip. And until then, guys, my name is Chris Ratzinger, your health and wellness coach, and I want you to get out there and get moving.